Okay, I guess. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! So Discord totally cut out the intro song, right? Because it's music. Oh, <laughs> so, so I, you can. So I just had to wait for you to start saying "Hey," <laughs> and, then, and then I jumped in. Oh, I totally didn't even think of that. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. So that was uh, that was cool. Our own our own music got got uh, censored. <laughs> got flagged. <laughs> So I'm just sitting oh, here, like staring, Discord. just 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 waiting for the for the hay. <laughs> I thought I thought for sure like it would, it would let the last bass part come in. I would think so too. Maybe I'm gonna have to like start talking, and then you'll be able to hear it. I don't know. <laughs> or oh, just, or just All right. yeah, or just coming with the hay. I don't know. Just yeah, okay. That's, I could do that too. All right. Well, this is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is the greatest podcast you'll ever hear in your whole life. Oh, that's cut out. That's cool. That was weird. Cool. Cool. All right, yeah. So this is Asinine Radio. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Uh, we got a good one. We're going to get into our Fearless Beer Review. Then we're going to uh, get into our Spotify Wrapped. Mm. And then Vinyl Stuffs. And then we're going to round it out with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether, is Jeff. I totally forgot about the bell. Totally forgot distracted. about the bell. Got distracted. Got distracted. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Uh, okay, so let's just jump right into the Fearless Beer Review. What do we got, Jeff? I got uh, I got something called Full Moon. It is an orange mm-hmm. wheat beer. This is um, it's from Mud Shark Brewing, and Mud Shark. I guess this is like some local boys here in Arizona. It's it's solar powered, so it's made with the sun, and it's on Arizona's coast. Their coast, yeah, meaning river. Meaning that it borders California, where they are. Oh, oh okay, okay. Got <laughs> I, it, I also read that. I thought it was a joke at first. Like, There's no coast in Arizona. <laughs> That's silly. Yeah, this is 8.5%, so I don't... Uh, You're going to get a little little uh, yeah. uh, tipsy? I don't know. A little toasty? There's, there's some cool beer can logic on here. So this can is cooler than the other side of the pillow. Aluminum conducts heat more efficiently. Uh-huh. Enjoy colder. So here okay. I am drinking a cold beer. This this has like the makings of a blue moon. It was what I think this is going to taste like, but more boozy. It sounds like yeah, a much boozier blue moon. And I um I do like blue moon. I think it's good. I do too. I think we, we talked about it last I, week. Yeah, too. I was just thinking that like why like why are we talking about blue moon so much? I don't know. Stupid. It's <laughs> very stupid. It's not that good of a beer. No. Ah, so you got fine. Th- thankfully, you got something besides a stout. Because oh, dude, I haven't drank a stout since like last weekend. Since <laughs> you got a little too toasty. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They just don't interest me. I got more than a oh, little toasty. Like we were watching the fight, and then I don't know how it happened, but I got like pretty damn toasty. 
And then I barfed. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's so gross. But that's also not Stout like barfs. saying much because I barf a lot. Do you, do you really? Yeah. I mean, I know you used to when we used to party all the time, but. Oh, yeah. I barf all the time. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh damn. Okay. Well, I got. Uh, where, where did you pick this up from? Just a local liquor store, or what? Yeah. Yeah, just a little. Actually, the only liquor store in, in our city. I picked it up from there because we wanted to get a keg, but they didn't have any that we wanted. So we we didn't pick up a keg. Uh, That's how that story went. That's yeah. Uh, that was a good story. Oh, cool. The dogs barking. Nice. Okay. Um, Dogs barking, so, uh, cats meowing, monkeys clapping. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a I got this beer local liquor store called uh, Cosmic Pyrokinesis. It has one of the coolest labels I've ever seen. Uh, this is from a brewery called Mother Earth Brewery down in San, uh, Vista, California, which is like San Diego County uh, here in California. Uh, this is a hazy IPA, of course. Got to go with the haze. Sure. Uh, 6.7 ABV. You should look up this label because it looks really cool, Jeff. Uh, and they, they even like the, the P in pyrokinesis is like Harry Potter font. So they could probably get sued for that, but whatever. And they even credited the artwork to somebody named Ch- Jessica Tukey. Oh, Jessica so, Tukey. Tukey, Tukey. Jessica Tukey. Tukey, Tukey, Tukey. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got... I got nothing else on this one. You ready to, to drink? It's pyrokinesis. No, that's from Holy Mountain. Is it Holy Mountain or did I say Mother Earth? Fuck. I don't know what you said. Uh, it's Mother Mother Earth Brew Company, but Mother it's Earth it's cosmic, cosmic pyrokinesis. IP pyrokinesis. Oh, it's a cool label, man. That's the Harry Potter font. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the P, like the, the P, and the pyrokinesis. Yeah, that's for sure. Harry Potter font. Harry Potter. No, today. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Let's let's do this. Yeah. Let's uh let's tink it. Let's tink it, baby. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, it definitely right. tastes like a blue moon, but you poured like a shot of vodka in there. Oh that sounds <laughs> disgusting. All right, well, we have a three-point rating system here where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer, you're going to continue to drink, one is a bad beer, but you should give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So what are your thoughts on your uh, your your nasty vodka blue moon? Go. It, initially, this is a drain pour for sure, but I'm, I'm going to keep at it. It is really cold, and then it's also cold in my house, so like cold beer, cold environment, I guess. I don't know. I'll keep drinking it, see what happens, but that first sip... Uh, Mm, woo. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> so disappointing. Uh, I'm scared of this. I'm terrified. Luckily, I got some backies. Okay, what do you got as backies? I got I got I got a whole fridge full of B2Ls of Obvi, oh, Obvi. So gross. and so gross. the other half of my full fridge is full of Michelob Ultra infusions, lime, and prickly pear cactus. <sighs> why do you drink shit beer? I don't get it. Well, I have to tell you this like every week, like, or I have to ask you every week. Why do you drink shit beer? It's it's kind of funny because when you came out, we had bought like a six pack of local uh, hazies. Yeah, to, like to to put in the fridge for you, but then we forgot to put them in the fridge, so they weren't in there. And then our friend Anthony came over and he brought that pack of Firestone beers that are pretty much all hazies. So we probably have like 20 beers that are just hazies that nobody wants to drink. Why don't you just drink it? It's good. Because I just don't want to. Like you, 
you just try so hard not to have a good time. Yeah. It's insane. No, I do. I do. That's pretty much, that's me in a nutshell. It's, it's insane. Me in a nutshell. All right. Well, my cosmic pyrokinesis from, from this brewery, I forgot, <laughs> Mother Earth Brewery, brewery uh, I'm going to have to give this one just a solid two. Solid two. It's, um, it's not as like juicy as I was kind of wanting. It's not very boozy at all, which is nice. It, it, it doesn't have like an extreme amount of flavor, but it's just solid. Just solid beer. Solid hazy. So, yeah, I'm going to give mine a solid two. Cosmic Pyrokinesis. And I'll give its label a perfect three because I like its label a lot. Oh. Jessica Tukey. Good job. Okay. That's good. And also, our boy Raul did not leave a review for this on Beer Advocate. So, <coughs> I miss the guy. I wish he was here. And so, what... Is, so is yours a drain pour at this point? Like it is a drain pour. No, no, I'm gonna keep going. What are you gonna give it? Like right now, like point seven five. Right now, this is a one. It's it actually okay. it's, it's not as bad as it, the more sips I take, the less horrible it is. Probably because I'm getting drunker immediately. But <laughs> it's it's not it's not that bad right now. All right, so have we got anything else about the fearless beer review? Should we move on to the next part? Yeah, we can move on to the next part. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's what's really popular right now is the Spotify Wrapped. This is something that you and I look forward to every year to see what we've listened to the most on Spotify, and um, and it was interesting. I was kind of surprised by some of this stuff. So let's. Um, you got yours ready? I ready do. to go? I'm ready to go. Okay, so there's like what ten slides or something like that. Oh wait, I don't have mine ready to go. Oh, there it is. Oh, I got it. Right. That's great. Nope. No. Okay, almost no, I'm there. good. I'm good. I'm good. You're I'm almost good. There. Oh, there it is. So we got the first slide here. The first slide is like nothing. It's just talking about nothing. Uh, the second slide is where it tells you, let's start off with the win. I don't know what the fuck that means. But it, I think it talks about the, how many different. Oh, uh, yeah. How many artists you discovered. Yeah. New artists, so, I guess. New artists you discovered. What What do you got for this one? 270. 270 270. new artists. I guess that's just like the first time you've ever listened to that artist. But that also makes sense, too, because if you listen to the weekly playlists, I mean, that's already like 15 new artists a week. I I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, that makes sense. Do you still listen to the Discover Weekly? No. Dude, my Spotify playlist is – my my rap is going to be very weird because of the vinyl stuff. Like, Oh, yeah, because you you don't really listen to Spotify as much anymore. I like almost at all. Ah, That's so sad. So my uh, I discovered 354 new artists this year, so I I blew you out of the water. I'm sorry, but yeah. So so that's the second slide. Next one here is genre lust. Genre, genre lust. lust. It says that I've listened. Or how many have you listened to? It's 369 different 369 genres. genres. Yeah. Damn. New ones. And how many? Oh new no, ones? Wait, no. Sorry, sorry. 369 genres total and 77 new ones. Oh okay. Yeah, so you beat me here. I listened to 298 genres and then 109 new ones. So that's what that's what I got there. Um, top genres. This was this was weird to me. What what do you have for your top genres? Um, this is pretty much. There's only one in here that I think is weird, but my my number one is is obviously pop punk. Every year it's pop punk. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, never goes away. It's just it's it's my fall to. It's it's my go to. It's what I what I go to all the time. If I'm I don't know what to listen to. I can always throw on like some pop punk and I'm good to go. Plus, I think yeah. they classify all of Blink as pop punk. 
Number two for me that's, is is rock, and then skate punk, which I don't. Damn. That's just weird, I guess. And then hip hop, and then alternative metal is number five for me. <laughs> that's a weird one too. Alternative. I, metal. I think that had to do with like a lot of that corn time that we oh, did corn maybe, the pod yeah. and listened to like a lot of corn that week. That actually makes perfect sense with what my top genres are too. So that because yeah, that totally that, makes sense. After that was like right around the time we started doing vinyl, and then that's when I stopped listening. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Totally makes sense. So my top genre is my number one is just rock, straight rock. Uh, number two is punk. Number three is alternative metal. So that's probably the corn, the Deftones, Limp Bizkit, whatever, you know. Uh, and then number four for me was Screamo. That one, I, that one was weird. Screamo. And then my number five is the really weird one, and it's dance pop. We did Aqua. Maybe they put Aqua. We did Aqua. I mean, I do listen to Aqua a lot, but... Damn that! Like that, dance pop is my number five. That's so weird. Your your genres are probably more indicative of what you actually listen to because you still listen to Spotify, right? Or up until yeah, I no, guess every day. You get to work from home, I guess. But like I, I listen to it every day, even at home. I just I just when don't at, I just don't listen to Spotify like at all anymore. No, well, when I'm at home, I if I use Spotify at home, it's only for podcasts. Yeah. Other, otherwise, I'm pretty much just using uh, my record. I'm playing records at yeah, home. Yeah. So the next one here is uh, your top song of the year. Should we get into that, or should we wait till oh, the very God. end for that? We, we should we'll wait till the very end for that. Huh? Yeah, we'll do that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's let's so what's here? Fuck. Um, okay. Next slide. The next one talks about your top song. Okay, let's, and then then we have our top songs. So let's let's get past this part. That slide. Okay. Because we're going to save that till the end. Okay. And then. You're a good listener. Others, <laughs> <It tells laughs> when you get. Stupid. <laughs> and then you have to guess your top podcast. Okay. And then it says, how in total, how many how many minutes did you spend listening to podcasts this year? What do you got? Uh, well, I just clicked off, but it's it's like 15,000. 15,751. Okay. Fuck. All right. My, uh, my in total is 28,500 minutes listening to podcasts this year. So, how many how many different podcasts? I don't listen to two. Oh, you do? Yeah. So only literally only two showed up on your on your list. Well, there was four because I was trying to listen to the baseball podcast, but then baseball kind of like oh, yeah. was tumultuous this year and didn't make any sense. And the other one was just like a friend's podcast I occasionally listen to. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I listen to a shit ton of podcasts, different podcasts. So my number five is uh a local LA uh, show on KFI called super hyper local Sundays. And uh, so I, I podcast that every Monday. So that's my number five. My number four is punk till I die podcast with, uh, you know, our boy Tom trauma from punk news and Liverpool Neil. Uh, number three is Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Cause Conan is fucking hilarious. And then uh, number two is also another KFI one, the same host who does super hyper local. It's a, it's a Saturday night show and that's dark secret place. So that's my number two. And then my number one is Blink-155. Oh, gosh. You but, listen to like nothing but garbage. Oh, this is like all good shit right here. What are you talking Dude, about? fucking garbage. <laughs> well, Blink-155, I don't know if you saw, but they're no longer called Blink-155. They're just called 155 Pod. Uh, why? Because they changed their format. Oh. Yeah, they're, they're doing every week they're doing just any punk song. Like this week they did... They did uh, goldfinger superman last week they did bro him 
And then, so that that's as far as they are right now. Uh, so they're right. not retiring forever and stopping the podcast thing. No, they're not. Tight. But they 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 made it a point to never talk about Blink One Eighty Two again on the podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So the next slide, it's a, what, what was your biggest podcast binge listen? I don't even know if you have. I one guess I guess you don't even have to hear my top five podcasts. That's fine though. Oh, you just said that you didn't. Ha- you didn't have. You only had four, and you told me. No, there I, there are five here. Oh, okay. What are the five? Okay, sorry about that. But when I when I start list, listing them off, you'll know why I listen to two. I, so number five is, is Punk News, and as you know, I fucking can't stand Punk News podcasts anymore. That's true. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone that's interesting is completely gone, and it's run by Adam White, and I just think that dude is so drab and so boring. So boring. And I think his last name suits him perfectly. Just vanilla. Just white. Just boring. White. <laughs> His name should be Adam Vanilla. So yeah, uh, he is the worst. So that's number that's number five. Number four is is friend of the pod. He has his own podcast called The Keeg. A little okay, yeah. a little inconsistent in his posting, but very very smart dude as far as like geek culture, comics, mm-hmm. movie, superhero stuff. So I always enjoy listening because he's super knowledgeable about that stuff, and I don't really know a whole lot about it. I think it's fun to listen to. Number three was the Buster Only podcast, Baseball Tonight. Love Buster Only. Favorite who, who, baseball personality guy. So he wasn't a player or anything like that. He's no, just he's, like a commentator. Yeah, but he's, uh, I don't know, he's, he's he's like my favorite probably analyst of, of any sport, of any genre, of anything. I I just think he's really cool. He's very, very down to earth. He's 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 not afraid to tell people that they suck. But in like a more nice way and, and not in like a 15-year-old way. So I guess. I don't know. But baseball <laughs> sucked this year, so I'd stop listening to that one because it was just all about coronavirus for months and months oh, and months. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. It got so irritating. But he used to post every single day, but each it was Monday through Friday, and each one was like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. So it was, it was an easy listen, and I liked it. Uh, number, right. number two is Malt Couture. This is probably oh, my- I forgot you listened to that. It's probably yeah. my favorite podcast- um, because it's all about beer, but these guys are funny and they do their own little improv show, like in real life mm-hmm. when we could do improv shows, I guess when things weren't shut down constantly. So they're really funny and their banter is really good. And I think they're hilarious. Like this is, this is the beginnings of the banter from like 10 minute pod, the way they feed oh, off okay. each other is, is kind of similar to that. And they talk and about kind of like ripping to each other. Oh yeah. Lot. And they do like like voices and and they have they have uh like bits that they do that are I, I don't okay. know this is really funny. This should be my number one podcast, but just because it's not as long as my mm-hmm. number one podcast, this is my number two. My number one podcast is Giant Bomb. It's all video games. Oh, I knew it. But each episode it. is like two and a half hours long, so that's why it's my number one. But um, <laughs> if I could find a different video game podcast that was as in depth as these guys. I would listen to mm-hmm. it because these guys are fucking boring. Hey, let's create our own and call it Three Bubs Spit Game. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Those are my five. Okay. Nice. I, I knew Giant Bombcast was going to be up there for you, yeah. if not your number one. Um, and then also speaking of podcasts, a uh, friend of the pod, Joe, he uh, he DM'd me a couple days ago, and uh, we're I think we're his number two podcast on Spotify. Nice. So, yeah kind of cool that he even still listens it's kind of funny that our own podcast isn't even in our top five 
I know, right? Because we don't listen to ourselves. Should, is, We're not is, narcissists. Is that, is that like a good thing, a bad thing? Is that, do you think that's weird? Um, do you no, think, it's not weird. Do you think like four four years ago, the greatest debate in the universe was Maddox's top podcast? Like his own podcast was his top podcast? Oh, yeah, oh most definitely. He probably listens <laughs> to himself. He probably listens to every episode twice. <laughs> Fucking stupid guy. <laughs> And then, uh, and then I, and I, I DM'd him back, and I said, uh, I said, oh, thanks for still listening to us, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta hear the bad takes that you guys have every week. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> Full of it. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that's uh, th- those are our top five podcasts. And then, do you have a most bingeable one? Yeah. I have one. What was it? Mine was mine was ten minute podcast. I listened to ten episodes in, in one day. <laughs> mine was ten minute podcast as well. How many with episodes? Uh, seven episodes, seven oh. episodes in one day. That's only that's only a little over an hour. Yeah, so. I remember the bad. day I did this too. I, I went for a bike ride and I, w- I did like fucking fifteen miles or something. I just kept going and I was gone for like two hours. So <laughs> the, each episode's only ten minutes. So to, for all y'all yeah. out there, it's not it's not crazy. It's so funny, and both both like eras of the show, I think were just as funny as the other. They're both equally funny, but very different. But yeah, you only listen to the Chris Lee and Brian Callen era, right? Yeah. With Will Sasso? Okay. Yeah. I, I just stopped listening. I don't know why. I don't know. It's dude, they, the way that they they were they would rip into each other was just so mean and so fucking funny, especially to Callen. They just like tore him up all the time. I, I think the reason why I stopped listening was because there was no substance and it was all just kind of fluff. Like there was nothing there yeah, I guess. to learn from, and and I feel like when I when I listen to a podcast, I need to learn something. <laughs> I need to be engaged okay. more than just like laughing. <laughs> so I laugh all at right, everything all the time. Um, should we? Do you want to do the um, the next one? The what you've listened to before it hit fifty thousand streams? Yeah. Okay. What do you got for that one? Mine is uh, MXPX. The um, it's still loading, so I gotta kind of. Stretch it here. It worries. Oh. Remember that song, Worries? I'm not oh, yeah, 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 worried. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Oh, that song's such, so fucking good. One of the best songs good. of 2020, actually. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of Yeah, that was, that was mine. MXPX, Worries. Okay, mine is uh, Blood Pact from the Bomb Pops. I uh, I listened to it before it hit 50,000 streams, so there you go. Mm. The Bomb Pops. Uh, then the next one is just throw it back. Oh no, I don't care about that one. Right? Well, you just which, said which now, decade, now people want to know. It says compared to other listeners, which decade did you play the most? And it was mine was the two thousands. What was yours? Well, the options were seventies, eighties, nineties, and two thousands. Okay. And because we started doing this vinyl thing, like I can't imagine listening to any kind of seventies music now on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I feel like no matter because I have so much of it too. And a lot of like the my favoritest stuffs, but mine was the nineties. The nineties, okay. And then it, it gives you a top song too. It says your top song for this time was what? Well, what was it for you? So weird, but it actually is not that weird. But it's it don't pick it up by the Offspring from uh, Ixnay. Oh, that is kind of weird. But it's just because it was on my drum playlist, and oh okay. And again, but like I stopped playing drums for a while because everybody's always home. And people, you know, if you if you don't if you don't play the drums, then you probably know that people don't like when you play the drums because <laughs> so <laughs> it's fucking loud. <laughs> and then it's like, to, in order to practice anything, you need to do it over and over and over and over and over. Oh yeah, yeah. And so when you're playing the same beat, it's just like, don't you play anything else? 
<laughs> like everybody. So it kind of it kind of takes a little of the fun out of it. So I, t- I I took a long break from the drums, but that that was on my drum playlist was "Don't Pick It Up" by The Offspring. That makes sense then. So mine makes zero sense, but it says my top song for this time of the 2000s was Wish by Nine Inch Nails. Wish. Now, I don't like Nine Inch Nails at all. We played that song on the pod, didn't we? The live, the live version of the song Wish that Josh Freeze plays the drums right. on, and I have it on my, my general playlist, my normal playlist, but for this to be my number one just makes no fucking sense. Out of at all. all the things from the 2000s? Out of all the things, this is my number one. So I, I think this this like algorithm or whatever this is is kind of stupid because that makes zero sense. Because most of the music I listen to is from the 2000s. Like, honestly, just it is. Uh, I don't know. That's weird. So that was stupid. And then top artist of the year, we'll get to that at the end, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, okay. is it going to be a a surprise i mean it might be to some i don't know <laughs> okay and then it's a, the next one here is you listen to 695 artists this year and then we'll get into the who they are exactly but how many artists did you listen to this year uh 1007 what the fuck how did you uh, listen to that many more artists than i did i, do, I dude i don't even know i was surprised what at my fuck? i was surprised that i had like that many minutes listening total for like i guess that, that was only podcast but I don't know. I'd I, still, uh, I that's still. That's crazy. Know. I don't listen to Spotify like at all anymore. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, that, how do you have over a thousand? I only, I only have seven hundred. Besides, like the notes stuff this week and podcasts, I have not listened. Yeah. I, I don't listen to. I haven't listened to Spotify at all. What the fuck? That makes no fucking sense. Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, this is the end now. So now we could talk about um, our top genre. We already talked about was rock. For me, at least, and yours was pop punk, right? Yeah, I hate okay. that genre rock too. Oh, it's so gross. It's, it's so generic. Yeah. So then, how many how many minutes have you listened to music, or how many minutes listened do you have? Is that after top artists? It's at the it's the last slide. It's the one that says top artists, top songs, and then it says minutes listened, and then top genre. The last slide. Oh, this is it says thanks for spending all sixty seven months with us in two thousand twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, oh, there it, it is. Yeah, it, minutes listen. It comes up to like share. Oh, okay. I see. Share stuff. Yeah, so my, my minutes listen is 40,888. Okay. It's not bad. It's not. That's more than I've seen most people listen to music. Most of the people I see range from like 15,000 to like 35,000. So yours is like way higher than I thought than I thought it was going to be. This is, so, this is way higher than I thought it was going to be too. I, I, I'll tell you how many vinyls I listen to minimum after all this too. <laughs> Because that, that number is shocking so, as well. Uh, so my minutes listened is eighty thousand four hundred twenty nine minutes. Damn. And girl. every every Spotify Wrapped I've seen has not even come close to eighty thousand. To my eighty thousand, I think the highest I saw was like fifty nine thousand. But yeah, no, eighty thousand four hundred twenty nine minutes. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah. Fucking stupid. But you like you were driving around a lot, so you, I'm driving around. I'm the running. Fuck I'm else walking, are you gonna I'm, do? Yeah. The other, either listen to music or podcasts. So, I mean, you're driving around for never, hours a day. Like, what? You just can sit there yeah. in silence? I, yeah, I'm not definitely not going to do that. I, I pretty much always have noise happening around me at all times. It's usually never quiet. So, there you go. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I got there. And then uh, top songs. What do you got for your top five songs? Let's do artists because artists are is going to be easier, and I think songs is going to be more fun for us because it's funny. Uh, songs for me are going to be really boring. I won't say that. Uh, not for me. 
Okay, so uh, so what? Do you, yeah, what are your top five? Should we do five, five, four, four? Like go back and forth, or do you just want to do rattle off the top five? Uh, don't. I mean, whatever. We can do five, five. So my 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 number five is gutter mouth. Okay, well that's high. I'm surprised we even broke your top five. Yeah, I don't know. I, this I think I don't know. I I think we did gutter mouth a couple times this year on the pod. Uh, I think we did them once. I think we, we just did once. cover with ants. But a couple of their songs, all, all we did. a couple of their songs are on my drum playlist too, so that probably helped. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so my number five is the Bomb Pops. Mm. They're they're. I mean, what a surprise, right? That's all I've been fucking talking about is their new album. So yeah, the Bomb Pops are my number five. What do you got for your number four? Uh, Nirvana. What? <laughs> that makes sense, though. We didn't. That was before we started collecting, and we did Nirvana yeah, this year. Yeah, that's true. And you listen to them a lot, I guess. Yeah, I listened to like everything they did. That's crazy. I can't believe I converted you into a Nirvana man. I, I actually listened to In Utero the other night on, on the vinyls. Oh, that's right. I still need to get that fucking record. Uh, okay, so keeping it kind of that, that grunge era, my number four is The Smashing Pumpkins. What a fucking surprise, right? Because <laughs> I listen to them so goddamn much. Um, and I listen to them on, my, on Spotify and I listen to them a lot on vinyl too. I just can't get enough of them. So that's my number four. What do you got for your number three? The Offspring. I feel like The Offspring are always in my top five. I just. I think so too. I just love The Offspring, man. I can't get enough of them. There's this, There's a. There's an era of The Offspring that I just think is completely untouchable. What is that? Ixnay through Americana? No, Smash. I mean, that's that's really untouchable. Smash through Americana or through yeah, Smash through. Americana. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because Smash. I don't is, know why is their I best album, came out before. but. No, it's not. Come on, get the fuck out of here. But they, but they do a lot of good things. Like, like they're not, they're not like your Blink. They're not like your your Goldfinger. They, they, even though an album can be bad, bad, there are still bangers on every album they've ever done. Like good bangers too. <sighs> so that was your number three, right? Number three. Okay, my number three is Corn. Uh, I thought it was going to be higher. I thought Corn were going to be higher, but obviously not. They are I'm my favorite band. Number two is gonna be my my number two doesn't really surprise me, but I was still surprised Corn was lower than my number two. So <laughs> let's. What, what's your number two? On <laughs> my number two is the Vandals. Really? Yeah. I guess because I mean we did do them on the pod, but it's like you really don't listen to Spotify that much. Like if if our pod episodes are really affecting your list this much, it's crazy. Yes. When I t- I'm serious. When I tell you like how many vinyls I've listened to this year, it's going to be kind of embarrassing and weird and <laughs> ridiculous. So, okay, vandal. I mean, it's a great number two to have, but I mean, also okay. actually no, because there are no vandal songs on my playlist for my drum playlist. But I do have a cover of a vandal song on my drum playlist. What song is that? 14? It is no. It is "Oi to the World" by No <laughs> Doubt. Oh, the the lesser version. There's the better version, but I fucking oh, love, I love playing that on the drums. It's so damn fun. My number two is Atreyu. Look at that. Mm. That one, I'm not surprised it's in my top five, but my number two, that's very surprising to me. I really didn't think I listened to them that much, but Atreyu were great, except uh, their last album sucks. So outside of that, the last album, they're great. What's so, their last album called? Uh, in Our Wake. Oh, yeah. The the Feldy one, yeah, it's shit. So yeah, Trey is my number two uh, artist on Spotify. Mm-hmm. What is your number one? So our number one is probably the same. 
And it's possible. I feel like it's been the same for years. But uh, Blink is is my number one, my top artist this year. Yeah, same here. What a surprise! I'm pretty sure it's been Blink for like since we started doing this. (laughs) I think so too. (laughs) (laughs) Every year, the same fucking band. And and this is without listening to Nine, really at all. So that that's a good thing too. You know, mostly Tom era stuff. Because that's all that matters is is Tom and Blink. So Blink is our number one. That what a, what a fucking surprise! All right, let's get to the real so, surprising stuff. The top five songs. Okay, what do you got for number five? You want me to go first? Or you want to go first? No, you go first. Go. Why first. don't you go first? Because my number one no, song is, is going to be my my top five songs are really boring. So okay, uh, all right. Well, my my number five is uh, is Hearts All Gone. <laughs> what really? <laughs> yeah. Of all the songs on Neighborhoods. Yep. Wow. My number five is Hearts All Gone. By the Blink-182s. Wow. That one actually surprised me as, because you'll find out later on. But I I, I don't know. I I think that song is a fucking banger. I just, oh, it is? I just don't understand. Like, that song, really top five best or <laughs> most listened to songs? No, it doesn't make sense. I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, to have any neighborhoods for you in your top five is insane. Yeah, that's itself. true. That's true. Wow. Okay. So no, okay, my number five is a, is also a Tom related song. It's a Kiss and Tell from Angels and Airwaves. Dang. That's my number five. That's a banger, man. I love that fucking song. So yeah, number five is Kiss and Tell. So what do you got for number four? Number four, don't pick it up. That was an Offspring song from Ixnay. Oh yeah, it's on my drum playlist. So okay, you know whatever. I guess makes that sense. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So this is where my top songs get boring. Uh, my number four is In the Doghouse by the Bomb Pops. Uh, I mean, song's great. This album's great. Bomb pops are great, <laughs> and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about them later this month when we do our end of year list. So mm. that's my number four is in the doghouse. Okay, my number three mm-hmm. is by Guttermouth, and it's Gusto or Gusto. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? It's on. It's on my drum playlist because I like playing that. It's oh, it's a super fast. Like, boop, 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 boop. You know, the, the, I was terrible at the fast part. That was. <laughs> all right gusto is your number three yeah. uh my number three is dearly departed from the bomb pops uh i won't say anymore because i already talked about this album and the song's great so yeah. that's my number three <laughs> all right number two number two what do you got is happy days oh dude that is disgusting. no the theme song Shut the fuck up. No, it's it's not. Don't get my hopes up. <laughs> Don't get yeah. my hopes up that it was that. Yeah, it is it is happy days. Oh. For, for I mean that's a, that's one of the better songs. A couple reasons. One, I I think that song's fantastic, and I think that album is, is underrated. But well, no. also <laughs> Kaylee Kaylee likes that song, so that's that's why I, it gets played um, a little bit more often. That makes sense. That makes sense. Not because the album's good. Okay. I, I I'll I'll let that one pass. I'll let that one slide. All right, my number two is uh, "Blood Pact" from the Bomb Pops. Jesus, so, there you go. <laughs> Another Bomb Pop song. So, what do you got for number number, number one. one? Right? Yeah, yeah. What's your number one? This is uh, this one kind of surprised me, but then the, it gives you like the stats on like the first mm-hmm. time you listen to it, and then like the tenth time you listen to it. So it actually wasn't that surprising, and uh, I think this song is a banger. But it is Kaleidoscope. It's my oh, number one Blinks. song of the year. 
Damn. That I mean, of all, I mean, the two songs that that made your 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 top five Blink songs are on Neighborhoods is insane. Like, did I even say that right? I don't think I did. Kind of. I, I get what you mean. Like, of, you, you got yeah, what but, I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kaleidoscope, I, just, I think is is. I love Kaleidoscope. Hearts All Gone kind of surprised me. There are definitely better songs on Neighborhoods than I Hearts think, All Gone, but Kaleidoscope is possibly like the best song on Neighborhoods. Kaleidoscope is a very good song, but it's like bottom five on Neighborhoods. That's now you're just being stupid. And, and it really is, man. It is. I'm, I'm sorry. I love it, but it's bottom three for sure. Dude, when Tom comes in with the, it's the first time. It's the first time. Time that I worry Dude, of a bad dream. It's so good. It's so. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so the uh, heartfelt. Oh, dirty. Okay, you ready for my number one? I guess. My number one is Notre Dame from the Bomb Pops. <laughs> really? I'm telling you, my top five sucked. <laughs> it's all Bomb Pops. Dang. Except I mean, for number know. five. So, yeah. It says uh, the first time I listened to it was in January. Total streams of this song is 48, which doesn't even seem that high, but I guess I guess it is. You listened to that song yeah. 48 times? I guess so, yeah. That's a lot. Of- is it? I guess. It doesn't seem what like What do you mean? Is it 48 times? My, my kaleidoscope yeah. I thought was a lot and... So, like, now that I'm looking at, so the first stream was January 23rd, mm-hmm. and the second, or the day with the most streams was January 25th. I think you came out here in January, <laughs> didn't you? I think I did, yeah. I think it was right before my birthday, so that makes sense. So, I, I think you came out here, and then inevitably, we always fall back to Blink, and it's a lot of Blink, so that kind of yeah. makes sense. And then, my 10th stream was on April 8th, which is my birthday, and that day, I drove to Yuma, which is three hours away just to get round table and the entire time I played blink like over and you over played, and over and, and you over. played neighborhoods like four times. Well, I, I put on my blink playlist and, and this is oh, on my okay, blink okay. playlist. So I probably repeated it multiple times, but uh, I think 21 times I listened to this song this year. Oof. I guess that's a lot. Yeah. 48 is insane for me. And 21 is a lot for one song. Well, now I have it on vinyl, so I don't need to listen to it on Spotify anymore. Well, that's, there's that too. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, those are our top fives for uh, our Spotify wrapped. Uh right? Do we have there's nothing else to talk about, I don't think. Do you so I keep track of, of, of my vinyls purchases. Yeah. I keep track of how much I paid for it and I keep I have like my own little PDF of, of the genre, the artist, the album and how much I paid for it. But after I listen to an album, that's when I, I put it on my playlist. Or my I'm not my playlist, my PDF. I don't I see I don't do that. So like so I, I don't I don't track anything. So guess how much? Guess how many vinyls I listen to? This is not repeats. So if, if there's an album on here, I listen to two, three, four times. It's only going to count as once. So guess how many different albums I've listened to since we started vinyl collecting? I'm going to say 112. Is that too many? Wait for real? You think I, I don't know? You think I've only listened to 112 <laughs> records since we started collecting? Oh, <laughs> okay, let's say 200. Uh, it's uh, 205. Let's say 205. Okay, so since we started collecting all the records mm-hmm. that I've bought and all the stuff that I, I listened to and my backlog and everything. That's true. You have like, you have like 700 records. So yeah, my, my guess is okay. stupid. Yeah, that was stupid. So the actual number as of today, because I just added one to make it even, is 640. Oh my God. I've listened to no. 640 <laughs> different albums since we've started collecting. And we've only been collecting, I think, since what? June? Yeah. Maybe May? I think it was June when we started. So that was like almost, that was six months ago. 
Yeah. Damn, that's a hundred records a month. Dude, like you, it's just all the time. Like, but, but then, like but clean, then when you break, like, okay, so so we we've been collecting for six months. You've done six hundred records in six months. That's a hundred records a month. Thirty divided by a hundred is roughly what, like, let's say three, three and a half, four. So yeah. you're listening to three to four records a day on average. That's not that unheard of, but it's still pretty crazy. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Damn. So that's that's where my listens go, and if you I mean, if you just time because I got a calculator in front of me, if you just times six hundred and forty by let's say thirty five minutes per record, yeah, that's twenty two thousand minutes. And again, that's Shit. not that's not including records that I listen to multiple times or other things mm-hmm. like that. So you know, it makes it makes sense. I don't I just don't listen to Spotify anymore because this obsession has completely engulfed my life <laughs> now. Makes sense. I mean, I honestly would probably be the same way, but yeah, I'm driving around all the time, so I gotta gotta listen to something, music or podcasts. Yeah, plus I'm home, you know. Like I don't know, but I'm doing yeah. I'm doing chores or something. I just throw on a record. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I understand. I understand. So I guess that that leads us into what we've kind of bought or listened to this uh, this last week, right? Sound good? Yeah. Speaking of records, speaking of, that, speaking of records, what? No, we're talking about the records now. Yeah. So, do you want to? Oh yeah. I'll, yeah. No, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was trying to get you to, to start talking there. I was trying to segue better, but then you're stalling, and I don't know why you're stalling, but you know, Joseph stalling. I don't know. Whoa. You're still stalling. You're still stalling because oh, you're, you're still talking. Because you haven't started. Well, you gotta I mean, now, start. Now I don't know how. Otherwise, to I won't start because it's been so long. You gotta start continuously talking, but that's fine. What have you bought this week? So dating back to my first record purchase, officially the first record I ever bought was the Plus 44 album, but it was just like the first one rang up in that purchase. Mm-hmm. So I, whatever whatever that's worth. But I also bought a Buck Owens, but it ended up being the Kingston Trio, and I gave it to mm-hmm. uh, Sloan. And I just haven't bought a another copy since then. But then you bought me one. Kingston Trio at large, and I finally listened to it because I have another Kingston Trio sold out. Um, so I listened to both of those this week. Just good folk, folk music, a lot of yeah. good harms, great band. They were extremely popular for many, many decades, and that was also surprising to me. Yeah, and their records are so cheap. Yeah. For like five dollars or less. Five, I would never pay five dollars for them. Cause. But I mean, you know, five. I mean, I've never seen. One of the records more than five dollars for more than five dollars. It's probably audio. It's always bargain bin. Five dollars. <laughs> so then I bought. Um, I bought at the thrift store. I bought John Denver back home again. This is the one that you also have. You have this John Denver album. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you listened to it. I haven't yet. listened to it. No, no, no. I haven't listened to it yet. Okay, this is his eighth album from nineteen seventy four. This is. Uh, it's got like uh, back home again. The, uh, Annie song that me first in the gimme gimme's did a cover of. Oh, okay. And it's just it's just good folk music, and it's it's kind of interesting because a lot of the music that I started playing on the guitar at camp were John Denver songs, and really one of the songs that we would like close close the night out was was called the day day is done or the day is done, and mm-hmm. I never knew like that was that was any other song besides just like a Christian song because we sang a lot of Christian songs too at camp, and. 
I just never really put two and two together. But then I was like lo- looking through John Denver stuff, and then I saw him sing that song. I was I wonder if that's the same song, and it fucking was. And dude, it blew my mind. And I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of John Denver now. Dang, I never would have thought. I I don't think I've ever really heard a John Denver song or one that I could even if think you, of quoting. If you start listening to more John Denver, it would it makes sense because he he's like the he's like the Caraba of like the seventies. Oh, that's not that's not a selling point for me. <laughs> that's really not. <laughs> I okay. It would make sense why I like John Denver now so much. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. You're, you're not talking to Mike. You're talking to Tyler. That's true. So. He, he's like the Jonathan Davis of never, I guess. Oh, dude, I'm in. I'm in. I I also picked up at the thrift store another Edie Gourmet album. It's more and more. This is her uh, her second album with with trio Los Panchos. Mm-hmm. So it's all Spanish and um, it's 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 fabulous. It's just good stuff and trio trio Los Panchos. I guess were ex- or was or were are extremely popular. Been around for many many years. Rotating membership. But mm-hmm. they've been around for almost like a century at this point. And Are they like? Is it band of music or what? Yeah, like Norteño, Bolero. They just they've done it all. One of the most hmm. one of the most popular musical trios like of all time. What? Just one of those bands that that like you probably never heard of, but then you start looking at how much they've recorded, how many awards they've won, how many people have recorded with them, all the things that they've done, and you realize like, what the fuck? How how have I never heard of these people? Hmm. Okay. So like the Baja Men. Are they are they really popular? Oh, they were, yeah. They were popular. They were huge in like the eighties. And then like when, when they blew up when you know, with Who Let the Dogs Out, it was a completely different lineup of the group. But yeah, they were they were popular back in the eighties, I think. Oh. And they still perform. <laughs> but I don't know. Okay. Wouldn't that be weird to go see the Baja men? I don't know if I would. I I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Like even the even the Who Let the Dogs Out song is not that great. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude, right. we should do that album on the pod. Oh God, I would have to listen to it first because I <laughs> I can't commit based on that one mediocre. We song. wouldn't. It wouldn't be like another Alanis Morissette incident. Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> I got another Chet okay. Atkins album, "Music from Nashville." This is uh, 1966. This mm. is his 30th album. Okay. The opening track is is uh, is was a lot of fucking album thirtieth fucking album, <laughs> Jesus fucking Omar over here. You know I, I've I've come to realize that Chet Atkins, if you if you start reading like a lot of the top guitarists from like Rolling Stone or other place or other periodicals that list top guitars mm-hmm. all the time, Chet Atkins is usually included in there somewhere, but because his music is very not flamboyant he does everything so nonchalant everything is so easy everything is so seamless he doesn't have a character behind him i think it's because he's so fucking good that everything he does just make it it makes it sound so easy and so you kind of miss but i don't know you miss like his uniqueness because it just sounds so generic almost like he just makes everything sound so damn easy and then you start to pick yeah. up, you start to realize, okay, it's just one guy playing the guitar, but you hear maybe two or three different lines. You hear like a melody and then you hear like the bass line, but it's just one dude and he's doing everything himself. And so when you get more into like the nuance, you realize that this guy is a phenomenal guitar player. He is fantastic. That finger styling album was, is so good. Was it finger styling? What? 
finger picking, whatever. I can only picture from the, the cover. Yeah. Finger picking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finger picking. Yeah. yeah. That album is killer. And and you remember when I was out there, when I was out in Arizona and you're like, oh yeah, I don't think you have this one. You should buy it and come to find out I do have it. So I have two have copies it? of it now. Yeah, I have two copies that of it It was like now. $3, guy. I know, I know. Okay. It's, it wasn't a lot. I'm not upset about it, but you know, I got two copies of it now. That's why you should write down all your records on a PDF so you don't ha- it doesn't happen to you. I should have just looked in my, uh, I should have looked in my collection on, on uh, fucking Discogs. Discogs. I've had to do yeah. that a couple of times. I forget what I have. And I have fine. to look it up on there. Yeah. Okay. That all works. Right. All right. Um, all right. What else you got? I listened to Miles Davis, kind of blue. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, kind of, <laughs> a lot of kind of. It's funny because we watch The Simpsons a lot here, just as a like background stuff. If we're like cooking or doing something, we'll throw on The Simpsons because everybody likes it. Yeah, for the most part. And there was an episode where Marge like went to Lisa's band practice and it wasn't band practice it was lisa was like jamming with other jazz musicians because Mm -hmm. she's a sax player and marge was sitting there listening to lisa and lisa's just like shredding at the sax she's a fantastic sax player and she's just like shredding and marge is sitting there and she's like you know i don't know why but i don't like it (laughs) and i was like damn that's that's solid that's 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 like the perfect that's like the perfect thing to describe like jazz music because on the opposite side of the coin i like it but trying to explain why i like it i i can't you can't do it i just fucking can't i feel so dumb and listening to kind of blue and just how much praise it's got from just everybody in the music world and just how complex it is and then like kind of like digging further into some of the the nomenclature of jazz music and i just feel like such an idiot and so the best the best way I can describe is you know I don't I don't know why but I like it. <laughs> I, I'm the exact same way. I don't I can never explain why I like it. I try to, but then I feel like an idiot when I try to explain it. I love jazz music though. It's so, all there, I've been so there it to. is. <laughs> but it's a good album. Right. It, it's got it's got a lot of big names on it. Coltrane plays on it. Paul mm-hmm. Chambers, one of my favorite bass players, plays on it, just noodling up and down. That's what he sounds like. He does exactly like that, yeah. Um, Spot on. A couple more albums I listened to actually last night. It was like four hours of music. And I have two Woodstock albums from, it says it's from the soundtrack, but obviously Woodstock was a festival, so what? whatever. So the first mm-hmm. one was Woodstock. And it's a triple album from 1970. And the second one, Woodstock 2, double album from 1971. The double album from 1971 got better reviews. And it's liked more by people. But that's only because the first one has a lot of crowd interaction, a lot of crowd Mm -hmm. noise, a lot of chants, a lot of stage announcements. At one point during the Who's set, they they stopped playing. And I don't know if it was somebody from the Who or like their manager or somebody there was talking about how there's so many damn people at Woodstock now that everything is just free. You need to help your neighbors. If they're hungry, give them food. And and the Woodstock 2 doesn't have a lot of that or actually almost any of that stuff. But yeah. I love it. I thought the first one was phenomenal. Like that, those little crowd interactions and little crowd chants, there's like this rain chant the crowd does before Santana's set to, to I guess, to try and like get the rain to stop pouring down so they can hear more music and the entire like 400 fucking thousand people are like chanting at the same time like it's (laughs) it's 
It's, it's so cool. That, that many people were there. It, it's it's wow. just it's crazy to think with that many people there was like two deaths or three deaths, and that was yeah. from like ODs. Like, get, dude, insane. just imagine, imagine at like some fairgrounds where they expected, you know, 30, 40,000 people and half a million showed up. How many people yeah. would be dying? How many yeah, people would have been like raped, sexually assaulted? Yeah, it's true. Unbelievable. But also, yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, and there's this, this great song too by, uh, fuck, I can't even remember who it was, but somebody was, was they were complaining about like, like Reagan and they were complaining about like, um, the Vietnam war and all those other things. And it was, and, and they got the whole crowd to chant like, fuck, like, what does it spell? Fuck. What does it spell? Fuck. And I don't know. It's, it's so, it's so, it's so nothing now. Yeah. Like to, oh, to, then. to, to chant fuck as a crowd. But when you get 400,000 people in, you know, in, in the seventies and late sixties to chant fuck, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty cool. Damn. They were bitching about Reagan back then. I mean, he was only governor of California at that point. Right. Yeah. What did they call him? They called him like, Ah oh, man, in the song they they call them they they basically like compared them to Hitler and they said that shit like they call them like ray gun or something with bullets and I fuck I should have wrote it down but I was drinking and I forgot so <laughs> but you should pick right. it up if you ever see this live album it's a triple disc and the la- to, to close out the whole thing is just Hendrix like twenty minutes like everything he did it's cut up a mm-hmm. little bit but. It goes from that Star Spangled Banner thing to like a like a jam, and then to like Purple Haze, and it's just cool. It's just it's just a, it's a cool timepiece. I would love to have that one, the original one, the the three the three LP. That sounds rad. It's it's cool. It's really cool. Check it out. All right, I will. All right. Well, that that leads me into my. I don't listen to a lot of vinyl this week. I don't know what happened. Oh, actually, and then also I realized that. I was getting kind of burned out listening to my backlog, which I still have like a hundred records I haven't listened to yet, but I was getting Same kind of burned here. out. And so I just listened to a lot of stuff that I just wanted to listen to. I was like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm gonna listen to shit again multiple times because what's the point, right? We're here to have fun. We're here to have a good time. <laughs> I know you have to, you have to have a good time. What's the point? So I threw in a bunch of Grateful Dead again because of course. I think they're fantastic. I think they're, f- they're a phenomenal band. My favorite. Know? I do. I absolutely do. Which means you probably don't like this song that much. But I would thought it, no. so my favorite album is Working Man's Dead. This is their fourth mm-hmm. album, nineteen seventy. Um, this is this is like their folkiest that I've listened to, and I think I have, I have ten Grateful Dead albums. One is a live, and then one is a best of. Mm-hmm. But so far, this is my favorite. It's very folky. There's a lot of banjo stuff going on in this. This song was the last song on the album, and. When I when I first heard it, I was like, "Holy shit, this is the Grateful Dead!" Like, this is not what I expected the Grateful Dead to sound like, and so that's that's why I kind of put it in here. It's just a cool fucking song. Yeah, it's not a bad song, and it's not a, not a bad one at all. So here's a uh, Casey Jones from the Grateful Dead. Driving that train, how cocaine.
there's Casey Jones from The Grateful Dead. I, I will say, though, that I, they'd be so much better if it, the, there were no vocals. I don't like his vocals. Yeah, I just you do. think they're so van- they're vanilla. They're not. I don't know. They're whatever to me. They're musically though. That the the bass player kills it on that song. So like the Grateful Dead are are very are very folky, and a lot yeah. of their music that I've listened to, and I think I only have up until like maybe nineteen seventy eight. That that like like that's the only records I have up until that point, yeah. and a lot of the stuff is very folky, but there's two there's two things they, they do like extremely well. And then one is, is, is the jam band part of mm-hmm. them. They, they're like unmatched and you can hear in this song when the solo comes in, it's very slow. It's very, it's very methodical. It's very thought out, but yeah. dude, it just jams. It rocks. It, it's bluesy. It's folky. It's, it's psychedelic. And then their other album that I think is probably a better representation of the band, Oxo Moxoa, their their third album, mm-hmm. the one right before this one. I think that one is more psychedelic, and that's the one that you probably think is um, it's probably better. But okay, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna I'll give it a chance, and if I see it for cheap on vinyl, I'd, I'll probably pick it up. You're not gonna see that cheap on vinyl, really? No. <laughs> I, first, I've never even seen Oxo Moxoa on vinyl, but looking on like. Discogs and stuff prices, it's gonna be like fifteen, twenty, twenty five dollars. Yeah, that's a little little too high for my taste. I bought their first album for five dollars and yeah. a clean copy goes for like forty on Discogs, but mine Jeez. has a gnarly like warp in it. it. Is but it still sounds okay or what? Yeah, it doesn't affect the play at all, but it's just it looks very unpleasant. The jacket's <laughs> all fucked up. Okay. I love this band, dude. They're so good. It is unbelievable. Maybe I, like I, maybe maybe I'm just like really into this folk scene right now. I don't know, but holy shit, this band is unbelievable. And this and this song too, it's not it's not based on a true story, but it's inspired by a true story. Let me tell you the, the mm-hmm. true story that it's inspired by because it's kind of interesting. Go for it. So in 1900, there was a train conductor named Casey Jones, and he died in a crash while basically trying to save the train. So this guy, Casey Jones, was a phenomenal train conductor back in the days when people actually had to be on the train and and do things and and be aware of their surroundings, unlike these Amtrak fucks who just crash into people for no reason, it seems like. (laughs) So this guy, Casey Jones, would make up lost time because he knew the tracks, he knew like the route, and he would think like, okay, we we left an hour late, so I can make up 20 minutes through New Mexico because I can go, you know, 20 miles an hour faster than I'm supposed to because it's only a straight, a straight away with no curves. Like he was this type of guy, very smart, knew, knew the routes well. Mm -hmm. So this one day he was going and he was, he was going like 75 and they told him like, Hey, there's a bunch of trains stalled at the next station. Like, what are you going to do? And so he's, you know, he, he, braked and he slowed down but trains take forever to stop and yeah everything just kept snowballing into a bad and and worse situation and so he slowed the train down eventually to about 35 miles an hour everybody on his train got off safely everybody on the other train got off safely but because he had to stay on the train and continuously slow it down he was the only person that died 
Damn. So like in essence, because he stayed on the train and didn't abandon his own ship, he saved who knows how many people. And Holy that's shit. And then like his his story was was memorialized in a folk song that was sung by many people. Johnny Cash, Pete Seeger, tons and tons of people. And so that yeah. story is, is now translated to a drug influenced Grateful Dead song. So <laughs> That's and then cool. eventually the character in Ninja Turtles. And then eventually the character in Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool stuff, right. man. I don't know. Yeah, that was that I did I had no idea. Cool never stuff. never heard that story. That's good stuff, man. All right. So you're a big dead big dead head now. Um should we do you got anything else to say about Grateful Dead? No, I I don't. I'm I'm a little bummed that you didn't think that was a banger, but I thought um, I thought it was good, but it just I still not enough to get me to want to dive deep into them. I and I'm like I said, I think it's his vocals, but who knows. You got to got to love Cherry Garcia. <laughs> oh, hey man, that's a good ice cream. I'm not even a big <laughs> ice cream. That's the only that's the only Ben and Jerry's that I'll buy. Just I don't even really <laughs> like cherry. I just I think it's I think it's hilarious. It's so dumb. I don't think I'm so cool eating it. <laughs> oh, God, you're an idiot. <laughs> All right. So some of the shit that I got this week or I've listened to that I hadn't yet. Uh, the first one here, uh, I talked about it briefly last week, but I finally listened to it, and it's uh, Smashing Pumpkins, their new record, Seer. Um, I would have talked about it last week, but I literally got the record a half hour before we started potting. So I, I've spun it, I think, like three times this week, um, just on vinyl and then a couple times on Spotify. And, uh, and I, I think it's a solid record. It's, it's very different. It's more of like their adore record. So it's more electronic based. It's, uh, not really a lot of guitars, but the, but the guitars are, that are in there, they sound almost like synth like, um, but it's, it's solid, man. And Billy Corgan, he's, he's quite the songwriter. I think he's fantastic. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what you think next week when we do Smashing yeah. Pumpkins next, but you haven't listened to this record yet, have you? You're just waiting till the listen through. Yeah, I mean, we we played a lot of those tracks single handedly yeah. as they came out, and I mean, we played like a lot of them. And then at some point, I just stopped listening because I liked, I liked more than I disliked. But then I still couldn't get you. I, I sent you that acoustic uh, rendition that he did of 1979. I thought I thought I could get you with that one, but it didn't sway you. Not yet. Like it was, it was good, and it was exponentially better than the the studio version of the song yeah because he's so annoying on that song and that <laughs> like that song is is almost single-handedly the reason why i dislike the smashing pumpkins i oh, fucking hate that song but I he did a good song. job and and i don't think he's like a great guitarist but i think he's very in tune with his guitar much like Karaba is Karaba knows how to utilize his guitar to accentuate his own vocal patterns and melodies and, and range yeah yeah that that's exactly what billy corgan does it's what he's really good at and it was good so it was surprisingly good very good very very good so we'll we'll talk more about the pumpkins next week on the pod but uh another one i got surprised jeff for some reason but i, I got bad religion's first record no control uh just you know a, a perfect punk record i mean there, there's not Damn, a what a stinker on it. it it's a perfect punk record it's so good okay and so I got that one. I picked up that one from Radiation. Um, yeah, I actually, I, I played it twice this week on, on vinyl. So it's it's a great record. I highly recommend anybody getting it if they've never heard it or just listen to it. Just just do it. It's a great record. So got did that one. Um, 
Next one here is Blink-182. Surprise, surprise. I listen to Neighborhoods. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. I listen to Neighborhoods uh, because I got a new copy of it. I got a, a white and black version rather than just the two LPs I traded for you. I traded with you. This was your first time so, listening to your new one? Yeah. Yeah. What? So I know, right? <laughs> I've had it for like three weeks and this wow. is the first time I've listened to it. Surprised and yeah. kind of disappointed. Well, I mean, come on. I've listened to this record on Spotify at least like four or five times since I got home. But you've never listened your to place. it on half white vinyl. No, not until this week. And it sounds great, man. It sounds great. This is the audiophile pressing too. Like can you tell a difference in, in, in quality? I, I can I can tell like that it's um it's a little bit louder, but not like a compressed loud. Uh it just sounds more well rounded. I guess it's more well rounded. And I've noticed that with like I actually I did want to talk about it this week because like there's some records I was playing, like uh, newer records, um, that just they, they sound good while I'm listening to them. And then I'll put on like a Black Sabbath record on after it. And then that, that old Black Sabbath record from the 1970s sounds exponentially better than this record that came out two years ago. Damn. And I think it's just the way stuff was pressed maybe back in the 70s compared to how they are now was done so differently to where you can, to me at least, I could tell like a huge difference in the sound quality of the two of them. It was weird. And like it tripped me out hardcore. Especially like some of these Sabbath records I have, like, dude, they sound so good. These old old ass records sound great. But I'll get more into that later. So uh Blink one eighty two, yeah. The neighborhoods record, their second best record. You agree with me on that one. <laughs> um this next one here, I finally got around to listening to it. It's bleeding through. Their album Love Will Kill All, their newest record, came out a couple of years ago. Uh I mean this is I think this is probably their third best record it, it's really good it, it's solid bleeding through it sounds great uh and it, it was cheap got it super cheap at where did i get it port of sound a while port back so port of sound was that the so, same one that mike bought from under your nose yeah well i was gonna buy it and then we were both at port of sound and i was gonna buy it and he's like oh i really want it too so i gave it up to him and i, I let him buy it bitch. yeah and then they got they restocked it like a couple weeks later and now i have it so there you go uh, the next one here I got from friend of the pod Sloan. I talked him into selling it to me. Uh, it's screaming females. It's their oh, yeah. album power. It's their album power move. And it's the first time I listened to it. And when, when we were listening to it at your house, when I convinced him to sell it to me, I just remember thinking to this, like this record's amazing. So then I threw it on a couple days ago and I'm like, this record's not that good. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? And then after like the second song, then it starts to pick up and I'm like, oh, okay, this is why the band is really good. Like, there's something about the first two songs that are just like so bland and boring, but then they like, they kick it up and they get faster, they get heavier, they get like just weirder and oh, dude, it's a solid record except for those first two songs. So, but so overall good, it's good it's trade, solid. good trade there. It was a good, it's like 10 bucks. I paid like 10 bucks for it. Totally worth it. It's only so, worth like 10 bucks. I know it's worth the 10 bucks. I think it's a, it's a great, it's a great record. Uh, then getting out of like, you know, the modern rock kind of stuff, bring it to some jazz. I, I got my, uh, Miles Davis kind of blue, like you did. Got that one. Uh, listen to that. It's the 180 gram mono version. And, uh, much like we were talking about earlier, I don't know why I like it. I can't explain to you why I like it, but I, I love it. I, I don't know. Got no other explanation there, but go get it if you don't have it already. Uh, the next one here, I finally got around to listening to, I got this one at white rabbit when I was with you, 
um, that's Blind Faith. Listen to their only record. Oh yeah, dude, it was so good. And that Ginger Baker song, the last song. Oh my god, it was so that that was the standout track. Like it starts off kind of weak. The album kind of starts out kind of weak, and then it just picks up real quick. And it's just it's a true banger, absolutely re- true banger. Like you realize that this super group of of these four guys, like individually, can just do whatever they want. And when they try to be a band, it's it's fine. But mm-hmm. when they let themselves just kind of let loose and then kind of go into the material that they are known for being great at, that's when it gets like insanely good. And mm-hmm. and and that that Ginger Baker song, that 15-minute song on the second side, that that was when I realized, oh, holy shit, so dude, good. like Ginger Baker's really good. Really Fantastic. Good. Really, really good. <laughs> Cause I don't even like Clapton. Like I, when Clapton, when Clapton leads, I don't like it. Yeah. I, I'm kind of with you on that one too. It, it was, I'm, I'm beginning to not like Eric Clapton as much as I used to. And I can't tell you why I really can't. It's so strange. Um, but I did also get a Pink Floyd record. Uh, this is from a while ago and I finally got around to listening to it yesterday. It's the final cut. It's uh Pink Floyd's 12th album. I think it was the last one with Roger Waters. Yeah, it was the last one with Roger Waters. And um yeah, it came out in what was it? 1983. And it was it was good, not as not nearly as good as like Animals or uh Metal or or stuff like that, but it was still it was still good output. I mean, all the songs were pretty much written by Roger Waters except for a couple were done by or one was done by Gilmore, written by Gilmore, but yeah, overall solid stuff, okay. but I definitely would it's at the bottom of the Pink Floyd discography for me. Damn. Um, what? Does that surprise what? you? I don't know. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have so much good shit and it's like, it was good. It's just, I'd rather listen to like six or seven other records before I listen to this one. I mean, I've only listened to like four Pink Floyd records in their entirety. Yeah. And I they're can, all great. That I know of. And they're all good. Yes. Some of them are great. Some of them are just kind of good. Mm-hmm. But um, which, like, which I ones think, were kind of good? What is that? What's the one with the Burning Man? With he shaking the hands? Of the oh, other wish guy? you were here. Yeah, I think that was that's fine. Wish, that's good. Yeah, I think that's an overrated record as well. That's considered like one of their best, but I, I think it's overrated it because yeah, I have Atomic Atomic Heart Mother. Yeah, that was their fourth. And I was, to be honest, I was gonna like put that one in your pile, but mm-hmm. oh, I wish you would have. After I listened to it, like that is my favorite Pink Floyd record that I've heard so far. It's a good record. It's, like, it is, is unbelievably good. I think it's much better than Wish You Were Here. It's better than Dark Side. Like Dark Side is is uh, is Dark Side uh, no, is great. I, I won't go that far. Dark Side is great because of what it is. It's 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 an institution at this point, and it's it's got a lot of good soundscapes. Sorry, a lot of great soundscapes, a lot of perfect soundscapes. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Atomic Heart Mother really, really hit me harder. Really, really, really got me more. Maybe that's just because I'm so used to Dark Side, and I've heard a lot of fucking time money, like a lot of these songs over and over and over. So. Yeah. That was a completely new experience to me, but I really connected with that one more than I did Dark Side, and especially Wish You Were Here. Yeah. Oh, I, and Metal I, I, was good, too. Yeah, Metal was really good. That's my favorite still. Um, So I got that one, listened to that, uh, and then this kind of leads me into my pick of the week. I listened to two Black Sabbath records uh, that I got, that I have, uh, just finally getting around to listening to them. 
First one was Technical Ecstasy. This is their seventh record. Uh, came out in 1976, and this is kind of this is the second. This they only did one more record with Ozzy on the initial Black Sabbath run, and uh, and there was just a lot of bullshit going on within the band, and they wanted to fire certain members and a lot of turmoil. And you can kind of hear it on this record; like it's not nearly as good as you know the self-titled record, Volume Four, Master of Reality. It's like not as good as that, but it's still a solid output from the band. And uh, yeah, Technical Ecstasy. A lot of people forget about this one and some people talk shit on it, but it still has some great songs. So fuck the haters. <laughs> um, and then that leads me into my last my last vinyl that I got. It's also Black Sabbath, like I said, and it's volume four. Uh, obviously their fourth record. And um, this was when they began like their, their major cocaine and heroin usage. Because before this, first three records were all like booze filled but this is like when the hard shit came in and they almost fired bill ward the drummer because he couldn't play one of the songs and then he was freaking out because he thought he was going to get fired so then that was fucking him up even more there's like crazy fucking stories about this <laughs> the making of this that album sucks. it's fucking nuts this album is insane the story behind it but uh but yeah no it's it's a great record the only song on this one that i iffy about is the song changes i mean that that song's kind of lame but outside of that, it's really great, and my my favorite song on this one is Supernaut. So that's my uh, that's my pick of the week, and I totally forgot to cue it up. So that's that's cool. I have mine queued up because I can't hear through Discord because <laughs> they block out everything. So that's Discord's funny. fucked up. So here's a Supernaut from Black Sabbath. <laughs> go they're super not from black sabbath from their album volume four uh what'd you think of this one because you never really listened to a lot of sabbath outside of paranoid and their self-titled so what'd you think just um just when we did it when we did the sabbath record i can't which one did we did we, we did we did paranoid yeah 
Yeah. And then I have three. I have I have Sabbath, Paranoid, and the Master. And then mm-hmm. I think I got you this one and then Technical Ecstasy. Yeah. You also got me Master of Reality. I have that one too. And I I just never see Sabbath in the wild. Like I just don't ever like it gets scooped up too fast. Like Van Halen. It's like it's not expensive. Yeah. I just never but see people it. always want it. Yeah. yeah. And and I just didn't I didn't listen to this when I had it here and I should have cuz I would have taken it. I wouldn't have given it to you. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't listen to it. I, I for sure would have kept this. <laughs> like this was, this song was unbelievable. This song was so fucking good. And then I, I just let it keep playing on on Spotify, and it went to Snow Snowblind, Snowblind the next yeah. one. And that song was a fucking banger too. All about them doing cocaine. That's what that song's about. Yeah, I just I could not believe that. And I, I like I don't know why. Like I'm so surprised either because I still go back to Master and now that I I bought their first album just recently i listened mm-hmm. to those two more than i do paranoid now and i don't know why i'm surprised that this is so good but this is this was this <laughs> it's was really so good, fucking man. good honestly yeah. like all of the aussie era stuff even their new record 13 their last record 13 are all good they're all fucking solid it's crazy how a band was like i mean that consistently good that, I guess CCR was another one of those bands. That, but. that riff, that ding, 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 ding. Like how, how they can incorporate that constantly into the song over and mm-hmm. over and over. <laughs> and let it, repeat. let it bleed in like super quick. And then as soon as you realize it's there, take it right back out, lead into a solo, lead into something else. I, it's unbelievable. And Geezer's bass playing on it too is, it's under it's understated definitely on this song because you're just focusing so much on Tony's, that guitar riff. But when you when you really listen to Geezer's playing, he's like he's playing some really weird stuff during those verses. It's great, great fucking song. Fantastic, great album. Great yeah, album. Lo- man. You're, you are definitely lucky that I did, I did not listen. I for sure one hundred percent would have kept this. <laughs> it was like fucking fifteen bucks or some shit. I don't know. I know. Yeah, it was it was cheap. So yeah, that, that's my pick. So want to just move on to the last part? New yeah. music. Yeah. Okay. So some some bands some bands that have put out new songs uh, or new albums this week. Goldfinger put out their first new one in like three years, I think it was, and it's called Never Look Back. And uh, I I actually liked it. I thought it was it was pretty good. Not the greatest, but it was pretty good. But you hated it for whatever reason. I don't know why. You're a fucking hater. So okay, that's not accurate, but let's. But um, it is. For one, I thought that this was going to be good. Mm-hmm. I, I was kind of going in here like, okay, cool. They got their original guitarist back, Charlie Paulson, or I think that's his name, Charlie Paulson. Yeah, Char- Charlie Paulson. Yeah. They got their OG guitarist back, and he was on the best Goldfinger albums. So, like, this True. is going to be great. Travis Barker isn't playing drums. Like, this is going to be fantastic. And I thought it was, it was fine. It was okay. <laughs> I had there, zero. I had such low expectations for this one. I playlisted three songs already. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Look at you. I just I th- I thought that the highs were just catchy kind of throwbacks to the ska era of Goldfinger. And I understand like they're never going to be hang ups again. They're never gonna be their no. self titled again. That's just not no. that's not who they are. It would be weird if they did. I agreed. agreed. And, and and I get it. And so I think that like the the, the throwback, the nostalgia part of it was fine. I just mm-hmm. think that at their worst, it was just really corny. And then talking about like skating and shit over like heavily verbed vocals <laughs> was, was was a little goofy, a little. The a dude's little like, much. The dude's like fifty, and like you have to at some point you have to like 
stop. Unless you're Tony Hawk or Bob Burnquist, like you're not skating when you're 50. True. That's very, very true. Uh, okay. So yeah, Goldfinger, never look back. But uh, I'd buy you it. want it on vinyl. Like, it's like yeah. 25 bucks. I, w- I would buy it if it was like 15 with shipping. I'd buy it. Same here, yeah. Or if I like, if I saw it at a record store, I'd, I'd get it for fifteen bucks. Yeah, but I wouldn't. Sure. I wouldn't pay twenty for this. No, it's twenty five plus shipping. Yeah, that's so you're looking that. at thirty bucks for this. No way, not nah. worth thirty bucks. Some cool variants, but definitely not worth it. It's even more sad that we didn't pick up their other album for ten. Which album? The, the knife. Yeah, the knife. Why would we pick that up for ten dollars? No, I'm saying it's sad that we didn't pick it up because that just shows you how. Bad oh yeah no that album's fucking awful uh Ten this bucks. next band this next band here i i liked one of their records when i was in high school i thought it was really good and i've kind of like followed them but never really cared for their music for many years and that's soil work uh but they put out a new record called a wisp of the atlantic and i thought it was pretty damn good it was like solid metal music did you listen did you give it a shot I totally forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. I don't know what it was about this one. It, it was it was just like, it was pretty damn heavy and kind of fast. And I really dug it. Like the new soil work was really solid. So uh, go check it out. It's called A Wisp of the Atlantic. It's only five songs, but the first song is like 16 minutes. And then the, the rest of the songs are like five five minutes. But yeah, go check it out. Um, next thing we have here, the Postal Service, they put out a live record called Everything Will Change. And... Uh, I listened to it this morning. Fantastic. It's crazy how well these songs translate well live. Like I would have never thought they would sound this good live, but so this, there you go. This is not like a new thing, right? This is this is from twenty thirteen. Yeah, this is just a, a a live but they they put it on, on video first and this is just the first time they've put it on like streaming platforms without the video. No, the we'll see they they never released the entire performance on dvd it was only it was like a document like a tour documentary yeah so it wasn't the full performance it was it was like interviews and and stuff like that mixed in with some of the live performance but this uh-huh. is the first time the 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 entirety of the performance was released because you can so. watch the other thing on sub pop on their website oh you can yeah circa uh, okay. like 2000 whatever you said 13 or something like yeah, that. yeah 2013 yeah yeah so yeah, go check it out. It, it's a it's a cool live record. Um, and then another thing relating to this band, Death Cab for Cutie, they put out an EP called the Georgia EP, and I think it's four songs. It's only on Bandcamp, and it, the full EP was only up for yeah, twenty four hours. What the fuck? Yeah, it was only up for twenty four hours for the Bandcamp Friday or whatever they call it. Uh, so now you can only stream one of the songs. Um, but yeah, they, this is just covers of, I guess, kind of obscure bands from Georgia that they decided to do covers of. But the one song I did hear was really good. It was like Kids of 99 or something. Oh. That was the only one I listened to. Or I was able to listen to. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. I'm sure they'll, they'll put this on Spotify like in a month or something like that. Usually that's what they do. Bands do when they do pull shit like this. But, yeah. So get into that. Um, some new songs that came out this week. Britney Spears put out a new one called Swimming in the Stars. If you would, If you played this for me, I would have never known it was Britney Spears. No. It doesn't even sound like her at all. It's not a bad song. It's just it's not her. It sounds nothing like her. It's her voice is completely different. It's weird. It, it doesn't. It, I mean, I, I don't know. I I don't know like later Britney Spears, what later Britney Spears sounds like or anything. But it doesn't sound like this. 
I liked it. I thought it was good. I know. I know. I thought it, I liked it too. I thought it was a good song, but it. What I'm saying is, it doesn't. Her voice. It doesn't sound like her voice. Right. I mean, it sounds so different. Yeah. It sounds so much more mature and deeper, which is weird. But I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So go check it out. I'm not gonna play it because I don't want to cease and desist. So yeah, it's "Swimming in the Stars" by Britney Spears. And then the last new song is from Newfound Glory. They put out a song called December's Here. What do you think of this one? Um, <laughs> I don't want to say it was bad, but oh, um, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> I didn't like, like it at all. Like, did they have somebody else singing or something? That's, what, uh, that's what I thought, too. It doesn't sound like him. I don't I don't understand. Like they, it was just it was just boring. Like there it, it didn't even really have like a Christmas tone to it. No. And then it didn't have like a pop punk tone to it. It was just It, it was, was like, so half ass. It was like lame alt rock. Yeah. That you're very, very spot on with that one. It sucked. I'm not even gonna bother with it. Yeah, not even gonna bother with it. Um so that's it with uh new music. So we just have one more thing. Uh this hip hop supergroup, but uh this supposed hip hop supergroup that's going to be coming out sometime next year. Uh, they don't even have a name, no announcement, official announcement, but it, apparently it's going to include Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, E40, and Too Short. And what do you think about this one? It could I'm be in, really good. It yeah, could be I'm really interested. This will be fun. This will be. This will be. This will be interesting. It'll be interesting. Let's just say that interesting. All all four of these guys are like heavy in the hip hop community and have done amazing things to further like the popularization of the hip hop community. So yeah. this will be, this will be interesting. And I think, um, I think it'll be good. Would you buy the vinyl on, would you buy the vinyl of this? Depends if, on how much they it put is. Out an album. If this was with shipping, if this was 30 or less, yes, I will buy it. <laughs> Damn. Sight unseen. I would buy it. Wow. Okay. That's surprising. Because uh, I think I I don't I don't like Snoop Dogg in in as far as as him like rapping being a rapper but I think he's a phenomenal entertainer. Mm-hmm. He's like the hip hop Elvis. Uh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say that. I would. He's who, better than Elvis. He's better than Elvis. But who's a better entertainer than in the hip hop world than 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 Snoop Dogg? Nobody. I don't know. I'd I'd have to think about that one. There's nobody. Maybe. He's, maybe he's terrible. Like he's an awful. He's dude. I don't want to get into how bad I think Snoop Dogg is, but I think he's an amazing (laughs) entertainer. And then Ice Cube, if we can get him, you know, back to his uh, back to his roots, back to his angry roots, and yeah, his angry. If he's he's hooking up with Snoop Dogg, I think it'll be fine. And E Forty, I mean, that dude's been associated with so many different people, Tupac, and then other Mm -hmm. people, uh, Too Short as well. I don't know. I think it'll be good. It could be really cool. Yeah, it could be really really cool. I think it'll be good. Yeah. So I got nothing else here. Okay. You got you got anything else? I don't. Nothing else? Okay. Well, thank you all for listening to the pod. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I don't even know. Stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into the Postal Service record, their only record, Give Up. Uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. And once again, thank you. And that's it. That's all. Thank you.